It's Florida Daily TV, brought to you by FloridaDaily.com. For all your news on politics, business, and education, it's FloridaDaily.com. Now, here's your host, Ed Dean. Welcome to another edition of Florida Daily TV, brought to you by FloridaDaily.com. I'm your host, publisher, Ed Dean. Two of my favorites, Kevin Derby, is the editor of Florida Daily, and uh, Matt Caldwell, former state rep, now he's a Fox News radio analyst down in Southwest Florida. Kevin, I said this on my radio show, I and I I know some of my Trump listeners aren't going to like this. I'd love to see Trump win this thing. I don't think it's going to happen. I say the in jest, I think I want to have to get them all a, a box load of uh, four years worth of Ambient. I think that many of them are going to, they, they're not taking this well here, Kevin. And let me, I want to point out something. The a special election in South Florida, Jose Javier Rodriguez loses, loses by 34 votes. Mm-hmm. You've seen this, Kevin. After a three-day recount, by the way, he's calling for an investigation, which is fine. I got no problem with that. He was this is a Trump Trump lost by 30 points in this district four years ago. The Latinas for Trump co-founder, Senator Garcia now, is wins it by 34 votes. It just shows that it they Kevin, to me, this is what says to all of the other Trump crowds that think, well, every other state ought to be like Florida. No. Florida had a tremendous ground game for the Trump campaign. They didn't have it in Arizona, and they certainly didn't have it in Georgia. Kevin, you, you have a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers out there. A lot of the Trump crowd, in fact, I think I don't think the Democrats are taking their losses as good as well in Florida. But who's taking it worse? The Trump crowd, you know, isn't taking it that easy, are they? No, and and look, four years ago we kept hearing, well, it's 306 electoral votes. Trump won. Uh, we have a lot of close state elections. Get over it. Well, that's kind of in the same boat we're in now. Unfortunately, the shoe's been reversed for the Trump crowd. Look, uh, you know, I, I think to be very candid with you, it's about to we're about to have winter time. There's a lot of snowflakes wearing red hats this year. Mm, wow! I, I think, frankly, they're, 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 they are going all in. Uh, look, COVID did it. Uh, I think in many ways what happened was you had a lot of suburban voters who voted for Biden and then voted for Republican congressional candidates. We saw that in Duval County, where a lot of people cast their ballots for Joe Biden and for John Rutherford. I think we're going to see that in a lot of those Atlanta suburbs. We certainly saw it in Arizona. That's what we're looking at. There are a lot of people who like the Republican message, think the Democrats have gone too far to the left, but they don't like Donald. Okay, hold up. We talked about we talked about Trump. tremendous ground game. I never thought they would lose in Florida. Having said this, Kevin, before I go to Matt, how are the Democrats take? Oh my, tell me the, I'm not saying this to sound exciting. I assume the bloodbath has already begun in the Florida Democratic Party. Yeah, I think that's absolutely going to be the case. Look, the the Florida Democrats are a group that can pull the feet out of the jaws of victory. They've done it many, many times over the years. They need some severe, severe rebranding. You know, uh, I I think a lot of the same old suspects, the same old strategists, the same old party bosses who have been there for a decade now, they can look, it's Florida. It'll always be close, but they don't they are not able to put it together at the end of the day. You know, Matt, is it fair to say you covered a lot on on for Fox News Radio in South Florida? Is it fair to say that that if you want to do a recount, heck, I'd love if you want to expose fraud, I'm still willing to go down to South Florida. Governor DeSantis gets major kudos in my book for shutting that down. But the question is, because Florida did so well, some of my Trump friends are just like they're in total denial of, and I keep asking them, then why did we do so well in Florida, but they can't explain why they didn't focus on Georgia. And I guess when you look at it, when you look at pre-election here, Matt, you sit back and go, okay, on the surface, Florida, and I get it, Florida seems to be more important than that of Georgia. The Trump campaign put a lot of money in Florida and didn't do so well in Georgia. Is that fair to say? 
Well, I think Georgia's dynamics are just different, right? I mean, you've got in Florida these huge uh, waves of migration from these socialist countries. Uh, we don't have to make a pitch to them as Republicans to get them to sign up for the team. They're leaving the places that have made the bad decisions the Democrats are trying to sell. And so you see that huge wave that you talked about down in Miami, down in South Florida, uh, that's voting for the president because they don't want socialism here. That that population isn't in Georgia. Georgia's got a different dynamic, more of an old school uh, South dynamic. And, and clearly uh, the Republican Party there in Georgia just wasn't on its game the way we were here in Florida. Matt, also, when you talk to some of the Democrats, even here in Florida, they'll tell you, we they've told us privately, but some of them have said it publicly, that the defund the police movement certainly didn't work. Now, you're in the West, Southwest Florida. That's a very conservative area. Were there actually Democrats trying to push that even in an area that doesn't sell for defund the police? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm blessed to live in a place where there's not a single elected Democrat uh, on the ballot. You could so be so lucky, really huh? Wasn't yeah, there's not a whole lot of room for that message to sell. But I think across the nation, it's clear that that message was the one that tore them down. Uh, people aren't going to vote for defund the police. The, the people that were on the bubble that were trying to decide, uh, like Kevin was just talking about, who am I going to vote for president? I know I'm going to vote for Republican down ballot. Uh, they definitely were turned off down ballot by this defund the police you know, the anarchy in the streets. If you've got your local city council or county commission uh, abandoning the city to the rioters and the looters, what do you think voters are going to do in response to that? They're not going to support right. you and your party. Kevin, Matt was on my radio show recently, and this is a story that we will cover. This has probably been one of the making for the last couple of years, but the Democrats are making inroads to what is known as the nonpartisan election. You know, we've talked about this. Your most powerful elected official, I'm sorry, no offense, Matt, is not my state rep, it's not my congressman, it's the local elected official who can raise up my taxes. They're making inroads here, uh, even among some of the school districts out there. You got some of these progressives, Kevin, and they're, and that was, and I got to give the Democrats credit in certain parts of the state, they did make gains on the local nonpartisan elections, and that's what they're really focused on. Um, uh, is that going to be a trend that could go any higher? Because is this time around, they didn't do too well in state Senate and in the state house. Look, I think the, the the NPAs, which is a growing population here, it's people who are fed up with both parties. They usually will take aim at whoever is in charge. This time out, it was a Republican in the White House. Here in Florida, it's a Republican in the governor's mansion. With all due uh, respect to our to our president guest, uh, every single cabinet speak but one. You know, massive control of the state house, uh, solid, not great, but solid control of the state Senate. It is, you know, a Republican leaning state, not a purple, not a red state. It is a purple state with a red lean. Mm. But, you know, that because of it, NPA voters will often look at whoever's in charge and say, it's not working. Here in Florida, that means they, they look at the Republicans more often. Well, how did the NPAs do in Florida? Did they swing towards Trump this year? Uh, it's, it's still tough to say. I, I, you know, it, it looks like they, they did probably a little bit, bit kind of not quite what they wanted. It was very divided. I know the Biden people thought they were going to get a little better numbers, the NPAs, than they did. I wouldn't say they swung to Toronto either. It, it was a lot of voters looking at this saying, OK, we have two old guys in their 70s who have no answers whatsoever. Okay, but hold on, Kevin. You, hold on, wait, wait. You, then you've got to find those votes from somewhere. Are you mean to tell me that a boatload of Democrats didn't either didn't show up or did they decide to vote for Trump then? He got more votes. 
Well, yeah, and look, Trump absolutely got more votes than, than I think the Democrats were expecting, especially with the Hispanic communities, as Matt pointed out, uh, people who know what socialism is. We saw that in South Florida. We saw that in Osceola County up in Central Florida. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Trump absolutely made a play uh, with, with Hispanic voters in Florida. Also, one thing, look, one out of five African-American men, not African-Americans, but African-American men voted for Trump. Uh, so you are starting to see a little bit, a bit of uh, towards that movement. On the other hand, though, look, uh, a lot of suburban voters, not so much in Florida, but across the country, suburban voters in states like Arizona and the Atlanta suburbs, uh, Johnson County, Kansas, are increasingly going away from the Republicans. Right. They don't like Trump. You know, so we are starting to see a so, lot more transition. Matt, are we purple? Kevin says we lean a little red, but still purple. Or are we full blown red right now? No, we're we're definitely a purple state. Look, Trump got fifty one percent. That's only the second time. The Republican nominees broken 50 since 1992. So it, it's not like uh, we're going to going to have a dominant majority every single time. You know, four years ago or two years ago, the statewide nominees, Ashley Moody was the, the top finisher at 52 percent. Right. We're, we're a purple state. Everything's on the bubble. Uh, but, but Kevin pointed out things are changing. You know, that came out today, the article about the Puerto Rican population in Osceola County and around Orlando. Trump way overperformed any of the early estimates. You know, those assumptions the Democrats have made that, you know, people of color, as they refer to it broadly, are all going to automatically go to them. And, and as uh, the country continues to change and become less and less white majority, they're just going to win outright. That's just not holding true. And Florida is the example. If you're looking around the country, how do we win? You need to be doing what Florida's doing. Right. Matt, let me go back to you. I, I wonder, and I think the Democrats have shown success. And it's not, is we use the term politically sexy for a city council race or school board, but you can win those. I mean, even among what you can beat an incumbent Republican, and it did happen this year, even in some red counties, it either says somebody's really doing a good enough job or the other voters aren't heavily focused on the individual. Are Democrats, how well are they doing at these nonpartisan elections where they're winning in red districts? Well, they absolutely are. When you take the, the party... Uh, moniker off, then you've got to really go out there and campaign hard. And it's not just the MPAs. You know, we've got seven counties in Florida with over a million people. If you take Pinellas and Duval out of that mix, just look at the other five, Republicans hold almost no county commissioner or countywide seat. We lost the county mayor's race in Dade County that was a huge focus for the party statewide, lost it by, I think, four or five points to the Democrats. So, and that's an MPA race, but it had become uh, a very partisan heavy race. Everybody knew who was on which side and were, were heavily campaigning for their candidates. So if you look at the big counties, the big places in our state, a lot like around the country, you've got these blue urban centers and you've got the red surrounding them. Uh, for our party, for Republicans to continue their majority, they've got to make inroads and attack those. I agree. Centers. Kevin, you've known me for many years. I talk a lot as a, a you, you and myself backgrounds as reporter, um, as a local reporter, I used to sit back and I would talk about both sides on a local city level, follow me for a second, in the black community. Um, Republicans think that they could show up at a Rosa Parks dinner or NAACP dinner, buy an ad, and somehow that gets them, it gets them a seat at the table. No. I've always used the Christian biblical reference, if I can use that as a church. you got to be a missionary 24-7. You just can't show – you can't join the church and become pope the next day. You like that one, huh, Kev? So, and, but, so, so what I'm getting at is that 
I think that both sides only, unfortunately, go to the black community when it's vote time or when there's a city budget coming up. Oh, we're going to we'll have building infrastructure. And no, no, people want jobs. And I don't think even the Republican Party, I think there needs to be more focus on those in the black community. I think there's a chance of obtaining more votes, not so much the religious side, but more on the economic. But we won't even seem to have a conversation out there. I used to see a lot of the Trump crowd. Oh, let me go wave in an area where I know the president's going to wave. And I'm sitting here going, why don't you go to an area? where you are less underperforming. I'm not saying you're going to win the district, Kevin, but at least make inroads and do something about it. Are the Republicans going to end up doing that in Florida in 2022? Well, look, I think they are doing it with one group. I think, as Matt noted, the Puerto Rican population, Republicans have had outreach there for a number of years now, especially as that population continues to grow along I-4. You know, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, Ron DeSantis, they have been extremely aggressive in trying to recruit those voters. I think there's a model there, and I think Republicans absolutely need to start following it, especially being uh, where demographics are. I do think if they're smart, Republicans will follow the model that Florida has offered and take it to the nation, you know, reaching out to Hispanic voters, trying to get better with African-American voters. One group, which I think, frankly, they need to do much better in the fastest growing population in America. You never think about them. Asian-American voters. Mm. Look, in 1992, they went two to one for George H.W. Bush over Bill Clinton. In 2018, they went three to one for the Democrats. That is a vote I think that needs to be a little bit more focused for the Republican ranks. And and look, I, I, I do think a lot of key states where Trump underperformed, you had people in charge of their parties. I'm thinking Kelly Ward in particular out in Arizona who had no idea what they were doing. I'm with you. Push comes to shove. The Republican Party of Florida, Joe Gruders, uh, Blazing Egolia, Lenny Curry, they know what they're doing. They are pros, pros, and they usually win more often than not. Well, Matt, I got to tell you something. Before we get going, you were both of you been on my radio show. And I'm sitting here going, what in the world is up with these Republicans? Because they normally dominate the vote by mail, which is known as absentee ballot. And it was reverse psychology. Now, they showed up. Some counties a little bit different here. But, I mean, overall, they did show up. I don't know if that's something that I am willing for them to take another chance on. Um, And I just wonder if will they get back to absentee ballots or has 2020 changed all the dynamics for both sides here, Matt? Well, that remains to be seen. Obviously, the Democratic Party leaned heavily into vote by mail because of the COVID effect. They they knew their voters were less likely to show up in the in the places where they're going to potentially be exposed. And so that's what they went after a whole hog. And almost all their vote was done by mail. Uh, Republicans, yeah, they were doubtful about it because of some of the valid questions the president raised, particularly the states where the fights are happening right now in Pennsylvania, in Michigan and Wisconsin. Uh, There's a lot of controls that just aren't in place in those states that we do have here in Florida. And so, I mean, ultimately, I think Florida Republicans are going to drift back to the the convenience, the vote by mail. They have confidence in it uh, as long as we don't have repeats like in 2018. Uh, And look, even in that cycle, 66 of 67 counties did it right. Right. Uh, So it's a a question of keeping on top of it. Kevin, I cannot. When we do another edition of this, uh, I'm going to bring you and Matt back on. There is what is the post Trump era going to look like for Republicans. Uh, I wonder with some of the nonsense that we've seen, uh, yeah, we all know voter fraud exists, but as I've said before, Kevin, what you know and what you can prove are two different things. And I wonder because you even get some conservatives saying maybe we need to have more nationalized standards for elections. I'm like, oh boy. So I'm going to cover this on another edition. Matt Caldwell, who is uh, uh, with some of the some of the stations you go on, Kevin, uh, sure. Fox News analyst, uh, Fox News radio analyst, and then of course Kevin Derby, the editor of FloridaDaily.com. 
Thanks, guys. I had a good time, but we're going to do it again real soon. I'm Ed Dean, your host, Florida Daily TV on floridadaily.com.